I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs> I don't know what happened just now. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Katrina, creator and host of In Cat We Trust, but also one of the hosts and writers for Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And I am here with my twinny twin, twin, uh, <laughs> Shayna. Hey, how are you today? How are you on this Thursday? Uh, I, you know, I'm doing good. You know, um, the weather is pretty decent. So... That's good. Yes, I. It, it, I mean, it rained. I was. I don't like rain, uh, but it is a little nicer, and so I'm like, if that means spring allergies and all, because you know the allergies, but spring is here. I don't like being cold. I don't like cold. I don't like eh, snow and stuff, and so it's springtime, and so I'm happy happiness uh <laughs> but we are here with another recap of nxt leading up until you know we got another nxt episode and then we got a stand and deliver we got we're getting there to it's getting to the nitty-gritty now uh so what were your i guess like basic thoughts of the episode as a whole um you know i enjoyed it for the most part um i <laughs> Yeah, pretty much for the most part, I enjoyed it, so I, I can't complain. Okay, okay, yeah, it was solid. Uh, I mean, I had a little bit discrepancies, but it was, it was solid. You know, a couple of things I was like, I don't know if this is a choice we should have made, but um, I guess. Uh, and so let's get right into it. NXT opens up with the stand and deliver hosts pretty deadly and so last week they kind of you know after losing a little bit uh they was like they're gonna host stand and deliver and you know they're entertaining and so you know if you think of like some hosts that keep you engaged in a pay-per-view i feel like those are the perfect guys for that and so they opened up nxt 
uh, and they had a couple of things to say, but in turn, that led them to uh, some people coming out, which was Carmelo and Trick Williams, who um, kind of challenged them to a surprise tag team match, which would be Carmelo and Von Breaker versus them. Um, I thought the segment was decent. Um, I thought, obviously, because Pretty Deadly are who they are, I felt like they did kind of carry the segment. Um, we will see as far as if they're going to be more uh, going forward with their shenanigans. I feel like they're going to probably have some shenanigans happening with, uh, you know, coming up towards Stand and Deliver, I feel. Um, but I was like, okay, you know, this this should be pretty cool. I, I don't know if this is a picture I had. I think I did. I'll make sure I'm doing the right picture. Yes, I do. Uh, so, yeah, it is. Uh, they decided that they're going to kind of tag up later on in the night, which we will get to. But I did like that they have a very good, I feel like it's going to be something, uh, you know, good for them as far as doing it. Uh, it did seem that Trick was a bit confused with Carmelo teaming up with Braun. Uh, and then, um, even to the point where Trick kind of said he needed Carmelo to study, which I thought was a really valid uh, point to make, uh, saying he wants to him, to, which I think if you're ever like, even with like fighting, you kind of, or if you're playing like even basketball or something, you kind of study your opponent and kind of see, like kind of study the game. And so I thought it was smart of Trick to say that, uh, but it was a decent open to NXT. I'm not sure, it was a little bit awkward. I'm not going to lie. Cause I was a little surprised by the team up too. Cause I was just like, okay, but well, this is random. Um, <laughs> but okay. You know, at least you got people that I want to see in the, in the, in the main event. And so that's cool. Uh, so what were your thoughts of the open and as far as us getting this tag team match later on in the night. Um, so can I just say, Elton? Yeah, you was eating me up. That outfit? Yeah. He was getting me. That was so good. Like, nothing to Kit. Like, Kit, you know what? You dress. You do your thing. But but Elton, the little, like, you know, the little guns. Like, come on. He was giving me, like, a fashionable detective. Like, I loved it. So good. I just had to say it. Um, and then also, I kind of want to touch on something that happened backstage because, you know, you know, um, Carmelo and Braun and Trick had the little run in. And Carmelo's like, oh, don't do this. He has to, my love, because why would you even take the bait and come out? Why would you even come out and address? Like, they, they don't matter. Like, that's not your match. So why you even bother? They, if they want to talk crap, let them. So for Braun to be like, yeah, I got to watch you because you're doing a lot of radical stuff. Yeah, like, why are you even out here entertaining this? Why are you taking the bait? Braun was definitely right on that front. Um, and it was a swerve to see them tagging. You know, they love to do that stuff. Um, but I don't mind. You know, I I'm a fan of both. So get it done. <laughs> yeah, I, it wound up being a pretty uh, solid lead. In it, but I thought I definitely agreed. Outfit was on point. I was like, okay, all right. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely think they did. <laughs> um, hey, JD. Um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting. I, I do think they're going to be entertaining going forward in this, um, stand and deliver. So I, I think they did good. And so we had, um, a matchup with, uh, Tiffany Stratton, uh, versus Indy Hartwell, some women's action, which is another qualifying match for the NXT Women's Championship, which apparently is vacant. 
And I know Roxanne, I think if it wasn't today, it might have been yesterday, she did say that she didn't know. The doctors kind of still don't know what's going on. And so I'm like, is this like it kind of like I don't I thought maybe she was really like hurt because of the way it was, I guess, the last week. But now it's like, is this a storyline hurt? Because why would you say it like that? Like, oh, the doctors didn't, don't really know what's wrong, but I'm hoping like it didn't give the vibe that she was like actually injured, injured where it's like more of a like outside injury that i've no like i feel like are there going to be some shenanigans happening is this going to be like a heel turn or something because it didn't read as if she was actually injured outside like it was like it's a real injury and they had to write it off it was like is the storyline injury like a storyline issue and so i i don't know i was like i don't know like i, I was concerned but should i be concerned like i'm kind of concerned still but like is it just like maybe plotting uh i don't know uh so yeah we get hey hey uh doug and so we get some ladies action between tiffany and uh indy hartwell and this was solid um i feel like you know and the, to me in the beginning it did feel like indy kind of you know had her moments uh and i just i like i said i mentioned already that roxanne kind of was saying she wasn't sure when she'd be able to compete again and so it was kind of like i felt like in the beginning indy kind of had it a little bit uh you know there was a moment you know when i think tiffany tried to do like a springboard moonsault and she ducked and did a spine buster which i thought was really good transition it looked really well on her end but i think also it kind of made made it feel like indy was hesitating a bit and that was kind of unfortunate because I felt like it costed her the match. Um, I do think that uh, Tiffany's moonsault is a really solid moonsault. Uh, and I feel like, you know, clearly they're pushing her. And I've said this before, I don't think she's ready for the title necessarily just yet. Uh, but I do feel like they're pushing her uh, to be the person, to probably be the next person to kind of push it just because of how they've been having her matches. But she did do a rolling fireman's carry into Moodsault, and she did defeat Indy in this matchup to qualify for the NXT Women's Championship ladder match, uh, at Stand and Deliver. Um, I'm hoping that we can get more of a, of a showing from her, uh, at Stand and Deliver, just to kind of see if she's going to be more tweaked. I feel like her opponents haven't been opponents to really showcase that too much. Like, she's had opponents, but I felt like it wasn't opponents where you can really see what she can do as far as if you're going to make her be champion. At least prove that. Because I feel like at least with Roxanne, she she'd shown that before she got tired that she can rest, you know, that she can, like, it made sense that she was the person to get it. Uh, and so it, it made me sad because Indy did lose. Um... And I feel like they kind of just, I don't really know what they're doing with her. Like I, I thought at one point it seemed like they were trying to get it together with Indy, that they were doing better with her matches and like making her, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, no, like she's losing again. And so I don't know if, what they're gonna do with her, if they're gonna finally refresh her or she's gonna go to the main roster, who knows. But uh, Tiffany did get the win. And so what were your thoughts on the matchup and as far as she making it to the qualifying uh, to the match? So the minute I saw that Tiffany was going to be facing Indy, I did like a a sigh because I knew that they were probably going to have Indy lose. And I'm like, if that's the case, why couldn't you have found anyone else? I'm sick and tired of seeing Indy be pinned. It seems like a consistent thing. And I see now that they're trying to start a storyline, like, you know, obviously with her, like having the outburst backstage, um, 
doubt will probably lead to something, but what will it lead to? Like, I have no idea. They're calling to ask me what, I don't know. I don't, <sighs> what am I supposed to do? Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't know where it's leading. It's been so long that this happened. Like, where is this going? And I feel so bad because I think Indy is so talented. I love Indy. And it's just crazy to see where she is now versus where she was. Like the index stuff was like the biggest, most popular stuff in NXT at the time. And now it's like, every time I see her, she's on her back in the ring every time. I'm sick and tired of it. Like I, I'm a big fan of Indy, so it really sucks. Um, and uh, in terms of Tiffany, yeah, I, I figured. I figured they were definitely going to have her win. They see a lot in her. Um, you know, obviously, you cannot deny the ability, especially, you know, this early in her career. You can't deny that. But it's like, is she fully ready to be champion? That's something that's like, I don't know. But I think the way that she took on to just like wrestling in general in such a short amount of time I'm sure if they threw it at her, I think she would, you know, the cream rises to the top, as they say. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a thing. Because I, like, I feel like they're having Tiffany just beat everybody. And it's just like, like I said, I get it if you're trying to get like Charlotte 2.0. And I say it because, you know, let's call a spade a spade. How WWE's with the blondes and WWE sometimes, you know, you can tell. And, and so I get that. But it's also like, I do think she needs a little like she can and it's there, but I do think she needs some more tuning. And so it just feels weird that you see her going through and I'm like, really? Like, I, I don't know. And then, so I guess we'll see. But it is uh, <laughs> people still have those. My mom has one still too. So <laughs> people definitely still but listen. In emergency situations, you want the landline. Cell phones always the first thing to go out. Landline is one of the last things to go out, and so landlines are still needed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I just I don't know. Uh, and so this now leads us into our next segment match which we finally get to see Dragon Lee. And so Wesley uh, does come out and saying he wants to kind of fight a champion, a person, you know, kind of fight to show he's a worthy champion. And, you know, Dragon Lee does come out and say he wanted to kind of have his time at uh for the nxt north american championship and while i get that you're i'm just like you know again i don't know how in nxt it works that you can just say you want a championship title match and you just get it like i'm about to just be like sean i want a title match i don't even know i don't even care who i don't even care who what belt it is now like just I want to say, you know what? I was on Twitter. I felt the way, and now I want a championship match. Because that's all you need to do now, apparently, is just decide you get a title match. I mean, I guess. I, I don't understand the logistics of all of that. Uh, but in the time he said that, J.D. McDonough came out and had some stuff to say, which also led up to uh, Island Dragunov kind of coming out as well. And so it was a lot of stuff going on in this segment. I, I feel like there was some respect uh, there until JD came out. Because, you know, JD be doing, a, you know, shenanigans. But this would lead up. Um, I do think, one, I did like that Wesley um, seems to be going well with the crowd and being at nxt crowd sometimes you just don't know what's going on with the crowd uh it feels like with nxt i felt like they really did uh they, they are behind wesley at least and so that was good but we wind up getting up into the matchup between jd mcdonough and island dragonoff and so this was a 
pretty hard hitting like kind of match. I and I you know expect nothing less um from these two guys because you know they are fantastic wrestlers. And so Wesley did remain with uh ringside to kind of watch the you know the brawl because it was a bit of a brawl. And um I I it, it's unfortunate because you know it was a lot of slapping between uh JD McDonough and Isla at one point, you know he did uh at one point i think it was like two german soup uh the necessary evil with two german suplexes and then i think uh clothesline which i thought was really good i think i did it really 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 well and then um at one point i think jd used the like lower ropes to kind of trip him up a little bit and so there were really good moments i really liked uh even at one point he got like Al uh, Dragunov got back up. There were some more German uh, suplexes. I think he did an insiguri at one point. Uh, and it was a lot of just good back and forth. I thought that this was well. And it's unfortunate because we actually didn't really get much of a, like, it didn't get a, like, a finish for this match because uh, during all of this, they wind up knocking into um, Dragon Lee, which kind of caused a little bit of... Um, you know, some kind of like discrepancy between them as well. And so uh, I thought like, as you know, you think of like hard hitting matches like Walter and like, uh, you know, Sheamus who are good for those slapping hard type matches. And I think, you know, they would have definitely enjoyed this, but it kind of was like a new uh, contest because it wound up involving uh, Dragon Lee in this. And then it kind of involved Wesley a little bit as well. And so we now have, you know, some more added people. I believe Wesley added um, JD and Isla as part of the champ Fatal Five-Way Championship in the NXT North um, um, American matchup. And it made me sad because I thought this was a fantastic for what we got and that we didn't get a chance to see who was going to win this. It was fantastic. And so it's unfortunate that the, it ended kind of with no contest because it kind of ran into Dragon Lee and then Wesley was in there and there's a lot of stuff happening on the outside of the ring. But it would have been nice to kind of see because I felt like they really delivered as probably actually for me, probably one of my favorite moments of the night of NXT because it was so well done. And it, we could have really, it would have been nice to kind of get a, Con, a, you know, a concise winner and all of that. But I thought it was a fantastic uh, little segment. And, you know, it also could mean that, you know, I think he said also that Axiom needs to earn his spot uh, in the Battle Royal next week. Uh, and so, yeah, solid, solid segment, solid match until it wasn't a winner because I was kind of a little annoyed by that. But outside of that, I thought it was really good. What were your thoughts up about all of this? Um, so, yeah, no, that match was so on point, and I knew it would be, honestly. Like, they have great chemistry, especially from the matches in the UK, so I, I wasn't expecting any less. Um, I, I mean, I, them not having a definitive winner, yeah, that was a little bit for what, but I guess maybe they want to revisit it at a later date. That's my only thought of why they wouldn't have a definitive uh, winner. Um... But hey, I'm glad that they, you know, they waited till the very end to do that because we could get what we got. Because for me, that was match of the night, 100%. Definitive winner or not, match of the night. And then um, the stuff with uh, Dragon Lee and the uh, Axiom. So what are the qualifications? Because Wesley's talking about Axiom has to poop himself, but Dragon Lee just comes in. Like, he hasn't got a match yet. He's like, you know what? You got it. What? But Axiom has to prove himself? 
I was, that was another thing. I was like, so again, with the shenanigans that be happening in NXT, how are, how does this work that some people have to do matches and other ones can just say what they're doing? Because I'm like, that Axia have been doing some stuff for weeks now. Let's not do these shenanigans. He legit have been wrestling and trying to prove himself. And yet, Dragon Lee was like, you know, I just got here, but okay, I got a spot. Like, I was like, so I would have had the question. Me, me is going to be mass versus mass right now. Excuse me, bro. Ha, ha, no. Let's let's work this out. Let's get this together. Um, so you're right. I, I don't know how he had to prove himself. Like, he hasn't proven himself this whole time. But Dragon Lee just like, you know what? It's a good day. It's a good Tuesday. I'm going to just say I'm doing a match. I'm, t- I'm about to go in and do one, two. I'm about to be right on it. Like, that's it. Like, Shawn Michaels is not going to hear me. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Give me all the belts. All of them. I'll take on Braun. I'll take on I'll take on everybody. Throw me in that ladder match, too. I mean, not really. But because I can't take all that. But point is, if y'all can just decide that y'all want to have matches, then I'm about to decide to have some matches, too. I'm about to just be like, you know what? I challenge you all. Right on Twitter. That's I don't even need to comment. Let me just go to Twitter and make a couple of tweets. Marinate that. Because I don't understand how it works. I don't know how Jack. <laughs> I was like, now Wes. Don't do this. Like, don't, don't look. <laughs> Stop acting like your husband. He's been fighting this whole time. Like, he's been trying real hard. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It is pure shenanigans. That's why I'm hoping oh, Axia yeah. wins, too. I hope Axia wins, and then wins the whole damn thing. Just because you said that. Just because you wanted to be cute. Just because. Because what changed within the last, like, the, it was really like a 15-minute difference between when Dragon Lee asked versus when Axiom asked. What changed in between that time? Now you like, no, you got to prove yourself. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. Like I was like, could it be me? I guess he needs to win to be petty because I'm a petty person sometimes. You know, you know what? Let him win it because how dare you? I was like, no, come on. He he legit worked. He's been working this whole time. He's been in matches and everything with pure shenanigans. And he, but Dragon League can just like, well, I'm new, so. I feel like everybody does that. They come in one time and all of a sudden they challenge it. Like, how does this work? That's what Apollo Cruz did. He challenged it for main titles, doing shit like, just, let's not get into that Apollo Crews rap, but the point is, it's just, I don't understand how this works at NXT. It's just like pure shenanigans of how they decide who gets title shots. I don't understand. I don't get it. But um, yeah, otherwise, fantastic uh, segment, fantastic match. Uh, but I did I did feel a way about that whole axiom because I was like, now stop, Wesley. Stop it. <laughs> the man worked. <laughs> he don't need to prove anything else. The man worked. Stop. Um, and so next up, we did have uh, a segment with Johnny Gargano uh, kind of challenging Grayson Waller to an unsanctioned match. And so there was, uh, you know, there was some moments that I really, like, he had, like, a contract, which kind of threw me off because I'm like, if you're doing an unsanctioned match, why is there a contract uh or like why are we why like i didn't know you can do that uh but uh johnny gargano pretty much first was supposed to come up and javier said he wanted to have his own spot for stand and deliver uh and then he beat up javier which i understand because don't come out there my music like let's be respectful like that's what i would do uh let's not do shenanigans um and so he did that and grayson kind of comes in the titan tron and say he'll sign the contract next week but if only if Johnny kind of stayed out of the arena for the entire show. And that sounds like pure shenanigans, personally. And so I'm guessing this is going to be a pretty good. And I feel like after we said, like, you know, 
after what happened to Johnny Gargano at home, because I feel like, again, you, you, you just, you can't let that people come to your house to beat you up. I feel like there's a line here. And you let the man not only come into your house and be disrespectful, like you don't be coming into my, my family, my kids. Like that's strike one right there. You came to the house. Then you was like, oh, honey, I'm, excuse me. And then you get beat up. Like, I feel like Johnny really got to set the bar here, got to kick his ass. Because you can't be, you can't just be talking about all these shenanigans about what you're going to be doing after you come to my house. And then um, you get, you beat me up in my own backyard. I would feel a little embarrassed, honestly. I might not have came back the next week. I might have, you might have to see me in two weeks, you know, when I got time to maybe you guys forget what happened. Because this is embarrassing for me. <laughs> like, as a, like, you can beat up in front of your wife and kid, and now it's like you want to talk about unsanctioned matches. Like, bro, you should have kicked his butt before. You can still get that match, but beat him up first. So I feel like Johnny really got to do something. Um, and so I feel like, you know, Johnny has really, again, proved why he did so well at NXT personally. And, like, I like him on the main roster, but, again, main roster audience seems sometimes very different from the NXT roster, uh, excuse me, audience. And even though the NXT audience have been being kind of weird with how they've been, you know, receiving some of the people that they were okay with, and then two weeks later they're not okay with them, and so I'm not really sure what's going on with the audience. But we all know NXT's audience is very different than if you go to a SmackDown or a Raw show. And so I feel like with NXT, he always gets the crowd going, and then sometimes I can't really tell. And so you can see why he was who he was in NXT, and I think they are building it really well. But I do hope that he kicks Grayson's behind, because like I said, you'll be coming to my house beat me up in front of my kid. I feel like that's just a disrespect of disrespects. Like, what can you say after that? It's like, oh, I, I beat you up in front of your wife. Like, oh, okay, well. And then again, I felt, I mean, I get Candace had, like, I, she had the baby and all, but can it, no, I would be all types of smacking. Like, excuse me, you did what to my husband? Let's put the hair on up, you know, pin, put the pins up, you know, make sure my earrings is off because how dare you in my house? No. But yeah, otherwise, I thought it was a really good segment. I do think they're building it up well, and I do hope Grayson get his behind kick. He's getting on my nerves. He's been getting on my nerves for weeks. Okay, just starting with Shawn Michaels, just doing pure shenanigans, and now he's messing with Jared Gogano, and again, he took it to his house, which is disrespectful. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this segment? I can't with you, baby. I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm getting sick and tired of Grayson. He's actually pissing me off. Enough of this man. Always complaining. I'm like, I've never seen someone complain as much as him. The gas station. He ran out of gas. He's tweeting about Shawn Michaels. Sean, why did you have my gas go out? Like, I'm so sick of it. Leave him alone. Like, I want Sean to literally file a restraining order at this point. I want him to file a cease and desist. Something to get this man to stop. I'm tired. And Johnny is so good for allowing people to disrespect the hell out of him and then wash him up in the ring. But we got to change that, Johnny. No more letting them disrespect you like that. Because you, listen, it has to stop with you. You got to stop this. I've seen way too many times that you get crazy disrespected throughout your entire NXT career. Okay, we get it. You put them back in the end, but you shouldn't even be a thing. Don't even let it happen. Because that was crazy. I got to say, that's probably the most disrespectful thing I have ever seen someone do to somebody. Beat you up in front of your wife and your child in front of your house? With your, what's, what, did he use a rake? Your rake? You bought that. That is so disrespectful. 
like Johnny, you have to fight back. Like, you have to go to this man's house. Where does he live? Somebody get Johnny his address because he needs to go put food in his pool or something. You got to get it back because this is bad, Johnny. This is bad. And Javier, don't do that again. I like you, Javi. Big body, Javi. But we're not going to play that game again. Don't come out dressed like Johnny. Where did you go? You really sat, screenshot a picture of Johnny and went to your nearest Target and got the clothes. Or maybe it could have been name brand. You know, Johnny, I know you get money, so I'm not trying to say nothing, but I'm just saying. Where did he get these clothes from? Because they were too exact. Yeah, I just I, I just feel like somebody might need to help him out. You know, Google is free. And there's people who know how to find things because, like I said, couldn't be me. Couldn't be, you know what, just, I feel like why every time, you know, I think we're in a good space, Ron, and then you do these shenanigans. We don't know. We don't cheer on Grayson because he do shenanigans. Okay, first of all, he disrespected the greatest true man of all time. Like, hello, it's Shawn Michaels, the greatest entertainer, sports entertainer. And I, okay, but just, like I said, there's no way you beat me up in front of my family. Like, that's that's the line that you want to, if I got to jump somebody, we're not going to have me looking crazy in my house. I feel like that's the line. You can't cross that line. You can't be having me looking crazy. And then with my gardening tools, mm -mm, no, no, <laughs> not me. I would win the kitchen so quick. Like, let's try this again, Grace. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like, I mean, granted, she was holding it. I mean, I feel like I said, if this was me and this was my spouse. I would have to jump on Grayson. Like, we're going to have to get behind him and hold on to, because I'm little, you know, I'm a tiny person. I'll have to, like, hold on to him. And, like, what, what are you doing? But. I just feel like you really got to beat him up. I feel like you have to like kick, you have to like beat him up and then disrespectfully pin him, like put a finger on him. You beat him up so bad that you just put your finger on him and he's done. That's the kind of like, he needs disrespect. Cause you can't be beating people up in front of their families. I just feel like, how, you know, how, 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 how are you beating me? Like, I just, I can't, you know, it's unfortunate, but Johnny got to do, he can't be, he can't let this slide. You cannot let this slide. This is not the cha-cha slide. Don't let it slide. Okay. No, you can't, no, you, you can't let that happen. Uh, <laughs> and so after that, there was a couple of segments. The first one being that the Cree brothers challenged Gallus to a game of pool and darts. And then they kind of agreed to NXT Tag Team Championship match at Stand and Deliver. Uh, then it was also Channing, uh, excuse me, Stax and Tony D'Angelo uh, kind of arrived to kind of negotiate their way into this uh you know this matchup there was also an nxt video package with eddie troop who will be debuting soon and then we had hank you know talk about his journey to nxt and then how he felt losing his mentor drew who was his mentor and apparently they were unimpressed and you know what I'm gonna have to. I feel a little, a little bit unimpressed as well. No, not always easy to please. And so Drew and 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 Charlie Dempsey did not really look impressed with this interview. And I kind of was like, you know what? I kind of feel the same way because what? What are we? Why? No. Why are we doing this? No. Um. And then there was also another segment. Once again, because I'm just getting real tired of her as well. Fallon uh, Henley confronted Kiana James about her infidelity to Brooks because apparently she cares so much, so much that every week taking up TV time with this extra. 
every and I'm like over it. And so she did all this, and then she got attacked by Alba and Isla, and Kiana helped her. And personally, I would not have helped. And I know that's my tag partner, but you're not gonna be bothering me every week. And the thing I'm like, you know what? Yay, let me save you. No, now you get beat up. Maybe next time you stop coming to me with these shenanigans. And so, yeah, those were the segments. Uh, and before I go into the whole rant, because I was about to, uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts about these segments? So, I because this dog is just, like, uh, relentless. Um, in terms of the stuff with Gallus, I mean, I guess, like, and them zooming in on the name of the bar, Big Daddies, I just wanted to say it because that was an interesting name. Um, so are we just playing darts and playing pool for titles now? NXT is a very interesting place on how they come to the decisions on who gets title shots around here. You got to play pool. You got to catch someone at the right time. Because, <laughs> I mean, you got to be new, of course. You have to be new. Um, and you got to play darts. A- apparently, those are the three qualifications, and it's good to know. Um Creed Brothers, so I'm assuming it's going to be like, what, a triple threat at uh, Stand and Deliver? That is going to be a very good match. One thing about the Creed Brothers, they're going to give you a match every time. Every time. And then Julius is going to go, I got that dog in me. He always says that. Um, and, <laughs> and then Tony B and Stax. Um, I'm wondering if they actually have a chance or if this is just like a filler. Like, I'm in between. I don't know. Like, if they win, I would not be upset about it because I do love Tony D and Stax and like their storyline. Like wherever this is going, it's 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 compelling. I'm compelled. Okay, I'm I'm waiting for the next time they got to visit the bridge. You know, uh, I'm into it. The Creeds right now are kind of like I don't know what's going on with them. They're just everywhere. They had honestly a feud with Indochair that I felt was very unnecessary, not needed. Like it could have been an email, 100%. But here we are. It wasn't an email. It was a full-fledged meeting. Um, But yeah, I would definitely... I'm excited for that match. Um, And also, Fallon, girl, I'm sick of you. I want them to strip them of the titles, actually. That's where I'm at. Unfortunately for Kiana, I want them... I want it done. Kiana, I don't know why you helped that girl. You're way too nice. That shows who the real nice person is. Because where was Fallon when Kiana was getting jumped? nowhere breaking and entering actually that's where she was so we know who the real good person is because one's breaking into places the other is helping when they see somebody getting jumped i would have left her just same thing you said i would have left her to get jumped it came after the fact i said hey listen i'm gonna tell jensen then i would have said my piece i don't care because you're pissing me off Fallon, if you want to be with Jensen, please say that at this point. Because I just need to know. I need full transparency. Because every two minutes, has she once, has she for once said, oh, my God, I'm so happy I'm the women's NXT tag champ. Not once have I heard this girl be appreciative for being a champ. Not once. Every two minutes. Kiana, Kiana. Like, I'm okay. I, I can't. <laughs> because exactly she's getting on my last nerve i'm like if you like sis you're the somebody you know what i don't even i don't even like bullies i really don't i out to people quick i hate a bully i am quick to like i will be a bully i don't care like little kid old people i don't care don't be a bully but she needs to get bullied somebody i'm tired of her i'm like oh my god every week <laughs> 
You can't text. You can't text her this beforehand. Why are you doing waiting until it's business time to want to have these kind of conversations? Can't you just like send a text like, oh, I know about you, sis, or something, or a phone call? Why gotta be during work time? During work time. And I'm like, all right, I'm starting like, you know what? She's getting beat up. Like, they need to bully her. Somebody needs to bully her. I need her to learn something because I'm getting annoyed. Like, I I'm I'm tired. Like, I'm just annoyed. And I, I feel truly like she don't care. And I, it is unfortunate. I feel like Kiana needs to, like, give her one good beatdown. And I don't know if she can't, but she needs to. Because I'm tired of this. I, I do think she likes him. And that's why she's going so hard. But then say that, sis. We don't need to do all this weird stuff. Okay? We, this is 2023. There is a mode to c communicate this. If it's so complicated, send a text. People do dumb stuff like that. Oh, oh, I can't talk to you. Let me send you a tweet. We'll tweet it. I don't know. Do something. But I'm tired. Because she... <laughs> I'm so over it. Like, whoop, I swear, next time, like, I'm just like, you know what, since I better not see you in the streets. Like, I just, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm tired of it. It's like, it's given really, it's given real, like, eh energy. Like, you're the friend who's in the friend zone and don't know how to feel about it, so you're acting ugly. Get real, okay? If you're really that upset about it, I guess tell him. But every week, taking up TV, TV time with these shenanigans. It's just, it's, I started to feel like how I feel about Jinder Mahal taking up TV type. I didn't want to see that. Okay, exactly. That, that's a, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm tired to see every time. Every week you got something else like you haven't learned yet. Like, maybe find a different method. Couldn't be me. Huh? She would have got jumped. And I probably wouldn't have came afterwards. I would have probably waited until next week. Like, oh, that happened. Oh, shock. Fake shock. Oh, well, sucks. Like, oh, I'm sorry to happen to you. But that's it. I'm not helping because every week you sit here bothering me, but I'm supposed to save you, man. Please, no. She she's getting my nerves. I I and I feel bad because I feel like Kiana deserved a better partner because she not it. She not it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, as far as what you said about uh, the, I do think it's gonna be a great match between Creed Brothers Gallas, and I, I do think it's gonna be a fantastic match. I do think they're gonna deliver, but I'm just. I'm just like, she is just, it's too much. She's doing too much. She, she needs to stop. She needs to stop. Um, and so next up, we had some more women's action with another qualifying match with Ivy now versus Lyra Valkyrie. And so this was, you know, pretty solid work. And this wasn't as long as I thought it should have been, which was unfortunate because I feel like sometimes when you spend like the time they took to spend, uh, <laughs> I am, I just, you know, like, listen, um, the time it took to put that nonsense of her complaining about him again, we could have had more match time. Okay. This one means we're wasting TV time. We could have more match time and it couldn't have been a short match that it was. Uh, and so I thought that with the moments that it was, it was a lot of like heavy hits, a lot of good strikes and speed. I thought that was really well done. Um, you know, there was a uh, vignette before that showed, uh, like, uh, Lyra kind of, like, training for Stand and Deliver, which I guess was a bit of a pre uh, that she was going to win. <laughs> because I'm like, how do you show her training for this? We don't know if she's making it there yet. And she, so I figured, okay, once they showed that, she was going to win because they already showed the training segment. Uh, and so I thought... Um, they had a little interview before where Ivy did say she was a bit heartbroken by Tatum's uh, betrayal, and it seemed like Tatum was watching this backstage. Uh, but I do like that every time there was some strikes traded, it was a lot, like each hit afterwards it was a bit harder. Like they were kind of challenging each other, which I thought was good. Um, I did like that Ivy actually almost got uh, a Lyra in a dragon sleeper, but 
uh, Lyra did use a turn book, which I skipped, which I thought was a really smart uh, way to do uh, this matchup. But Lyra did come out on top. She got the win. Uh, she did it with a spin kick and got the win off of that. So it really wasn't a long match as I wish it could have been. Uh, but I thought for what time we got, it was actually very well done. Uh, but once they showed her training, I was like, okay, sis is winning. Because why are we showing a training segment? We don't, how are you training for something you don't know you're going to be at yet? Like, it was a really, and like saying you can't be prepared, but it was a really weird thing that it was specific for standing deliver. Like, it's like, oh, I'm not just training. It's like for this. And I'm like, okay, well, she's winning. Because <laughs> would also be the purpose of showing us that. Uh, but what were your thoughts of, of this matchup and the little bit of uh, interviews and stuff we got to see? Um, yeah, no, this was a really good match. Um, it was nice to, to watch. I think they're both really talented. Um, I know a lot of people, I noticed a lot of tweets online were very vexed at um, Ivy taking the loss clean. But I feel like to an extent, it wasn't fully clean because mentally, Ivy was not fully in that match because she was still very affected by Tatum. So I feel like she could still kind of hide behind that because I know everyone really holds Ivy at a high regard because she is very talented and I feel like she's been so wrapped up in the Creed Brothers stuff that she hasn't had her own time to really shine she's actually so good in the ring um and when they're ready you know I think she'll be a great you know person to consider putting a title on personally when she gets done with all of this I think she needs to just remove herself from Diamond Mind altogether I, I just don't think that works for her anymore I don't think that's her journey um hopefully after the Tatum stuff that's kind of where they go I think that, you know, yeah, Ivy's going to be good. You know, I know people, a lot of, or a lot of people were worried about that, but she's going to be good. And yeah, I don't understand whose idea was to put that commercial like right before, like, um, why would you do that? Um, yeah. So, you know, shout out to Lyra. Um, I, I'm a very big on her. I think she's so talented and I just, you know, she's fierce. I love she, when she does this, you know, <laughs> it gives me very like, you know, fashion, you know, so I'm very into it and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I it I, I, I like I said I felt like once they did that I knew and it was I was like oh man like okay I guess you know you told us already uh, who's gonna win but otherwise it was a solid matchup and I do think hopefully going forward because I do think she was also about to put that creep brother stuff as well that she can get some more time to really shine uh but yeah. But before we move on along uh, with the rest of this recap, we have a little commercial for you guys right now. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I wanna say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On the Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now.
as boss lady said we have a lot of content here at women's wrestling talk uh so definitely uh you know make sure to check our shows out if you aren't on you know we have our loyal people but in case you're coming in and you're new definitely go check out all our shows uh and so moving right along the next segment uh what's a little segment between uh the schism in the case uh chase you and like some great debate and so there's a new WWE correspondent named Blake Howard who kind of facilitated uh this great debate and so it it it, it was an interesting uh kind of thing I was like okay I mean it, it was different uh <laughs> it was definitely a different kind of segment uh but um pretty much uh I did think there was um a couple of things that was like I thought um Thea Hall was, you know, prepared for her debate against Ava Rain. I thought she had a little bit like scholarly type situations for her section uh, with that. Uh, you know, Duke, I felt like he didn't even try, to be honest. He didn't try in his round with Rip. And I was just like, why are you here? Like, why are you here, Duke, if you're not going to do your job? Uh, you know, and then um, there was also um, Tyler Bate, who kind of, you know, he said that there was some kind of this philosophy behind the whole chase, which I was like, okay, Tyler, all right, you know, I, I appreciate that. And um, it pretty much was Duke kind of said, you know, it just, Joe Gacy didn't really allow Andre Chase to really uh, talk too much because he said he wanted like an immediate win, which I don't know how you thought it was. Um, supposed to work and i do think tyler bait was definitely very poised against jagger reed uh etc etc uh but duke i just i don't know i just feel like why was the purpose of you not only not taking you know, taking it seriously enough to make sure you made a point but how are you gonna say whoever wins take over chase you how do you have that authority duke i i was just i was i don't know how like i didn't understand uh how he just felt that, you know, and apparently that was when Joe Gacy got like kind of like, oh, okay, you know, it might be. So I thought it was a fun segment, but I just didn't understand, you know, like what was the point of Duke being there? And like, I feel like he's, but he's going to turn. It seems very obvious now that he's going to leave Chase you and do some shenanigans now. And I'm just like, you did all, what are you here for? Like, get, like this is one of the situations you need to drop out. Okay. You do like Kanye and drop out of college. That's what you need to do. Because why are you sitting here? Like you're supposed to be helping. And this is what you're doing. This is, this is where we at. And so I was just like, Oh no. Um, mm terrible and so i i don't know i just it thought it was a little fun segment i thought it was a nice way to kind of set this up for stand and deliver but i just didn't understand what duke was there for like why is tyler b coming in the clutch for you he's not even part of chase you like he was just like the extra homie and like he needs to get dropped out of college he needs to be gone from chase you like i said i'm just he's another person who just be irritating me like every week with his shenanigans uh what were your thoughts of this segment they need to shave him bald again. Let some air hit his head because clearly something's off. Something's off. Just like, first and foremost, it's the craziest thing because you, again, brought your big old self into their situation. Nobody called you. You joined us. If you don't like it, leave. Now you want to 
I feel like Ava already got her hands around him. Like she's Jedi mind tricked him already. And he is purposely setting it up like this. He purposely made the stipulation because he is going to cost Chase you. I already know. It's fine. It's fine. We get it. We always rise through perseverance. Okay, so whatever. You want to do this, Duke? It's still not going to go your way. You're still not going to be leader. And they're going to shave your head bald and give you a contact. Is that what you want? You want contacts like everyone else in schism? Hmm? You want your own special color? Maybe red? That's it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I feel like it's an obvious turn. Maybe they'll, he won't, right? Or maybe they'll have him turn later on. But I feel like he's, he just, there's no loyalty there. You can see it. It's like, how are you not debating? Like, you want to argue every week about what they need to do better. Then the time you have to use the debate, you'll debate. Ugh, just be for real, Duke. Be for real. I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like he should have never been in there. That they would be too kind and trying to bring people in. And now look, look at where we are. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, and now this leads us to the final uh, matchup main event with the tag team of Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Pretty Deadly. And so I thought this was a pretty fun match. I thought it was well done. Uh, you know, there was a little uh, segment uh, before this where uh, Melo and Braun was kind of talking backstage and, you know, Braun said Trick was untrustworthy. And I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, and both of them did end up come to the ring. They kind of like extended his fist and tried to shake it, which I was like, why are you trying to shake somebody's fist bump, Braun? Like, let's not, let's get it together. Uh, why are we not, you don't know how this goes. Um, but I thought there was, it was absolutely like, I thought they worked really well together. and. I, at one point, I thought even, like, Pretty Deadly did some good moments of even kind of isolating uh, Carmelo at points, which I thought they did really well, uh, which is, you know, again, tag team wrestling, it's always a smart thing, try to isolate one and kind of weaken them to get to the next one. And so I thought that was well done, and I thought it was really entertaining. Uh, I feel like, again, because they are so well-rounded, they can actually make a lot of people look really good as well. I think they're really good sellers also and so i thought that this was a really solid uh match i do think that them being the end show like the closing match kind of highlighted how the four of them are and that this will really hype up what's going on to next week for their match excuse me at stand and deliver but then also even like kind of showcasing uh pretty deadly like because they're kind of not really in the title picture anymore but um, that at least they're still, you know, they're still doing the thing. And I thought that it, you know, considering this was a random tag team, <laughs> uh, I thought it was really well done. Uh, there was a moment you saw Trick did take some notes of Braun in the ring while he was working. And then there was um, where Braun kind of did uh, a German suplex and the Diamond Bulldog uh, to Kit, which I thought was also really well done. And it kind of made me, again, appreciate what Braun is able to do. But um, as to be expected, um, Braun did a spear on Kit and then allowed Carmelo to do his mic drop to win this uh, main event. And so this was a really uh, well done main event. I enjoyed it, uh, considering it was a random tag match. Uh, and I'm like, hmm, are we trying to imply there's some discord with, you know, Trick and Carmelo? 
like, is it gonna be a situation because he wanted to tag with Braun and not with him? Or is it like a situation where Carmelo's not paying attention enough and Trick is, cause he's saying study him and he was the one doing the studying while Carmelo kind of was kind of engaging a lot of that match. But it was a good uh, end to NXT. I enjoyed it, but I'm curious as far as what we're doing now with this whole like, hmm, Trick can't be trusted. Or is he like, you're, slack, you're slacking Carmelo, you're not being on your game against somebody you probably need to be in your game. And so like there's a couple things that can happen. I guess we'll see it uh, stand and deliver. But what were your thoughts on this final matchup of the night? I definitely think that they're building towards something with Carmelo and Trick because even like a few weeks ago when Trick had that match with um, Dragunov and, you know, Trick was like, oh, let's go out and get drinks and celebrate my win. And Carmelo was kind of more like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay back and, and watch Braun's match because he was more focused on that. So I could see there would be some kind of like jealousy kind of rising to the surface from that. And now to this, it, it's something they built there. Can you imagine how the crowd will react? Like, if Trick somehow gets involved in that match and costs Carmelo that win, that would be very, that would be something. Or even Car or even Trick could attack Carmelo after he wins. But it's definitely simmering. I feel it simmering. Um, and I do love Pretty Deadly. Again, I do agree with you. Like, they are so well-rounded. Like, oh, my God. When they get to the main roster, they are going to flourish. Like, there's just n no end to it for them. Um, and, and yeah, I really enjoyed this match. You know, Braun, you know, he always delivers. Despite if you ask the wrong person, they're going to say something different. Don't ask somebody in Florida. That's what you won't do. Don't ask somebody in Florida because they lie. Um, but he definitely delivers. And I'm just really excited for this match. And I'm just excited for both of these men and what their journey will be. Because again, just like WrestleMania, just like WrestleMania, <laughs> uh, stand and deliver is a reset for the brand. So. I'm excited to see where this leads to for both Braun and for both Carmelo. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but it was a great main event. Um, love Pretty Deadly, love Braun and Carmelo. I enjoyed the show for what it was. The great debate was like, it, it got me a little mad. Uh, it, I wasn't really all the way for it because some things do. Fallon, she's like the new Hank for me right now. She's getting me mad. <laughs> Every time she comes on screen, she's getting me mad. So. We'll go see what next week holds. Yeah, it, it definitely was a good show for the most part. There were moments, like I said, I didn't understand or I was a little annoyed with. But otherwise, I do think at least with the like with the tag team matches that we're getting with uh, even this North American Championship match, and then with Braun and Carmelo's match, at least we know there's going to be some solid matches going into uh, for a stand and deliver. I think there are going to be some great matches. Um, and I guess leading up because I believe it's what like afternoon of night one of WrestleMania. And so I do think they're setting up for the most part, setting it well, but we will see. I do think it might be an issue with like jealousy or maybe he feels slighted a bit, uh, but we'll see. Uh, but that is it, uh, you guys, for NXT's week recap. Uh, it was a solid show. Thank you guys for popping in with us as always. And Shay, tell everybody what you got going on and where they can find you. Okay, well, you can catch a new episode of The Big Pop Theory every Monday. We do have a new one out. We did have a lot of discussion. This specific episode, we decided to kind of just wing in and talk about everything as a whole, no structure, which is always the best. Um, and Tuesday, you can find me on Unpopular Review for the NXT After Show with our special guest this coming week. 
So that's going to be good. We're going to yell at bad guy as a unit. So it's great. Uh, and then you can catch me right back here on Women's Wrestling Talk podcast, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet at five and at seven. Five for Women's Wrestling Army and seven for the after show with this amazing, if I'm doing it right, <laughs> beautiful, never been done before queen. Oh. <laughs> Uh, as for me, I am on most social media platforms and Cat We Trust, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, and Easy3. Um, I have a very busy uh, couple of days. I should be on UPR, I'm going to say 8.30, 8.45, unless Chris changes that again. We're talking about some WrestleMania stuff, and so I, should be, I will be there shortly uh, around that time. That's today. Uh, I will be doing quite a few things next week, and so Monday I have my WOW recap with uh, Miss Stephanie Hardy and hopefully um, Emily May for while wrestling. We do that every Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, Monday night at 9 uh, Eastern. I will be with uh, All Elite with Keeks. First person to get me to do an AEW show because you know I don't mm, I don't really do AEW. Uh, like I might do a press conference or something, but that's different than actually watching the show. And just uh, uh but I will be doing a show because she's one of the panelists as well on the panel. And she asked me to come on, and I told her yes. And she's the only person to get me to do this. But I will be on her show at 9 p.m. on Public Enemies podcast. So definitely go check that out. Uh, Tuesday, as stated, I will be with UPR with lovely Shay and bad guy Jack and since apparently he likes Grayson Walla I feel like I'm gonna have to argue because I feel like this is kind of negativity he's bringing into the air so I'm probably gonna argue and so you can see me rant probably on Tuesday as well and then on Thursday I will be back here again to recap NXT one more time in the only way we can on women's wrestling talking and then we will be heading out to Chicago on Friday to prep for this awesome WrestleMania week, but also the panel in Chicago behind the Magic Woman of Color and Wrestling. And I'm super happy about that because like Shayna will be on there, Keeks will be on there. We're gonna have Savannah and Leslie, who's a wrestler from Chicago. And so it should be fun. It's gonna be a busy, busy, busy week for me. I don't even know what, like, I don't know. I'm gonna probably be really tired, but it's gonna be a good time. But we love you guys as always for popping in and hanging out with us. And we will catch you guys later. Bye guys. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.